Welcome to Wednesday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. It's only appropriate on hump day to remind you to always wrap it up. I will explain why I'm saying that this morning in today's Core 4. And major news coming from Sesame Street. We'll talk about that in Pop Stop. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie and today is finally the freaking last day of January. I swear this month is 60 days, but apparently it's only 31. It's Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. Great news for you this morning. President Biden is not coming for your gas stove. A year after a Biden administration official caused absolute chaos for simply suggesting that the Consumer Product Safety Commission could ban gas stoves, the administration now says your gas stove is safe. And if you remember last year when a lot of this was happening, Anthony broke it down on the Morning Show podcast and basically said that our stoves would be safe, and they are. The U.S. Energy Department, however, did announce some new energy efficiency standards for ovens and stoves. And a key takeaway is that nothing is really changing. 97% of gas stoves on the market already meet these new standards. However, the main target is actually electric stoves. All new models should use at least 30% less energy than the lowest performing models available today. And at least 77% of electric ranges already meet those standards. Let this be your reminder to wrap it up, people. In case you forgot, STDs are still very much a thing. So much so, actually, that syphilis cases are at their highest point since the 1950s. And I'm going to give you some numbers here that will probably shock you. In the last 10 years, congenital syphilis cases, that's where the infection passes from a mother to a fetus, those have gone up almost 1,000%, again, over a 10-year span. And overall, cases of syphilis have gone up 9% year over year. But there is good news. If it's caught, there is an antibiotic to treat the bacterial infection. The bad news, certain strands, if they're not caught early enough, can cause hearing loss, dementia, paralysis, and even death. Now, those aren't common, but they are a pretty good reason to remember Again, wrap it up and get tested. Just want to remind you before I say this next sentence, we're not living in a sci-fi movie. This is real life. Elon Musk's Neuralink has officially been placed into a living, breathing human brain. And the whole idea of Neuralink is to let humans wirelessly connect their brains to their devices. So if you just think of doing something on your phone, It should happen. And that's all by having this thing implanted onto your brain. The person who received the implant has not been identified, but Elon says that they are recovering well and initial results show promising neuron spike detecting. Last year, when Neuralink solicited four test subjects to join this very clinical trial, they said they were looking for people over the age of 22 who live with quadriplegia. Israel has officially taken their war with Palestine out of Gaza and into the West Bank. And if you're used to hearing this war described as Israel's war on Hamas, I'll explain why this war, to a lot of people, looks like it's actually against all Palestinians. Now, for people who are not familiar with that part of the world, this part is really important. These places in Gaza and the West Bank, although they are both Palestinian, 
are not connected. Gaza is located in the west along the Mediterranean and shares a small border to the south with Egypt. Otherwise, it's completely surrounded by Israel. Separately, the West Bank, which is where you can find famous places like Bethlehem, Nazareth, and Jerusalem, that's located on the eastern side of Israel. And if you're wondering why it's on the eastern part of Israel, but also called the West Bank, it's because it is located on the West Bank of the River Jordan, which is actually who it also shares a border with, the country of Jordan. It's where my grandparents and my aunt lived before they were kicked out of their home to create the modern state of Israel. And that geography is important because all of the bombing and most of the killing that has been done in Palestine since the Hamas attack on October 7th has been done in Gaza, where Hamas and the Israeli hostages are located. But yesterday, Israeli military forces dressed as doctors, nurses, and women stormed into a hospital in the West Bank and killed three patients there, claiming that they were militants who were planning a future attack. There was no return fire from the Palestinian side. Now, Hamas did claim that the three people who were killed were their members. But the thing to keep in mind is that Hamas doesn't control the West Bank like it does Gaza. And it's also important to remember that if Israel is carrying out these military operations in order to bring home their hostages, like they claim, there are no hostages in the West Bank. The West Bank is run by a group called the Palestinian Authority, not Hamas, and they don't even work in partnership with one another. And while the killing and the casualties have been exponentially worse in Gaza, with almost 30,000 Palestinians killed, almost 400 Palestinians in the West Bank specifically have been killed by Israeli settlers or Israeli military since October 7th. Again, a place that does not have any hostages and is not run by Hamas, and also didn't participate in the terrible events of October 7th. A quick reminder, it's not all doom and gloom. Here's today's hope for humanity. Absolutely no shade to our Florida listeners when I say this, but it's rare that we get a hope for humanity from the state of Florida. And this one comes from a Tampa elementary school that's helping students with trauma. For the past few years, they've been experimenting with a daily mindfulness program called Inner Explorer. It's an app created for schools with daily lessons in observing sensations and emotions. Every day at 8.50 a.m., a pre-recorded mindfulness session plays over the school-wide loudspeaker. It teaches kids breathing lessons and gives them a daily mantra. Many of the students at this elementary school come from a homeless shelter right next door to the school, and they're dealing with a whole lot of issues outside of what goes on in their classroom. Research shows that chronic stress can shrink the brain, but research also shows that mindfulness reduces stress and helps developing minds. So this is definitely a hope for humanity. Think quick. It's two second tunes. We are going to go on a musical journey. Oh okay, we are going to start in the year 2006. And then where are we going? And every single clue thereafter, we will take a step back. So it'll go 2006, 2005, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Ooh. And if we get to the tiebreaker, good old double zeros. What a time. 2000. Or I guess triple zeros would be 2000, <laughs> right? Uh, but before we get into our little time traveling journey, Carla Marie, let's meet today's contestants. Let's go to Cleveland, Ohio, and say good morning to Megan. Megan, good morning. Good morning. And your challenger today is your brother in law, Richie. Good morning, Richie. 
Hey guys, good morning. Richie gets one additional fake point because he is wearing a You Look Great crew neck sweater. But right. he did say that is his go-to travel shirt, so sweet. Maybe give him another point. All right, there we go. Another fake point. <laughs> they right. mean nothing, so it's like whose line is it anyway? Just fake points for whatever we feel like it. Carla Marie, as we get ready to take this musical journey, who is kicking us off? The man with two fake points. Richie, here is your no first two-second mm-hmm. tune. Panic at the disco is the uh, is the artist. I know it's Panic at the Disco, and it's. I'm going to tell you guess. Stop. It's not stop. It's it is not stop. <laughs> but you do get one point because it is Panic at the Disco. The correct title would be I write sins, not tragedies. Okay. Close in the. Yeah, that's a a hard one for round one because most of those like pop punk emo song titles are very, very long. But you did get on the board, so you are safe. You are not going to be in the Zeros Club, Richie. Moving over to Megan's part of round one. Megan, here is your two second tune. I know it's Missy Elliott and Sierra, I believe. Oh, God. I know the words. One two step. One two step by Missy Elliott and Sierra. Two points. Nice. Nice job. Well done. Was that a lucky guess, or were you just singing the song in your head and you finally got to that part? I finally got to that part. <laughs> All right. So as we move into round two, Carla Marie, the score. Uh, Megan's got two, and Richie's right behind her with one. All right, Richie, your chance to and tie two fake the score, points, right? Two and, and, two, uh, fake and two fake points. Those are very important yeah, in. The fake yeah, let's not forget those. <laughs> uh, this is your chance to find some real points. Here is your two-second tune for round two. Bad Joe, lean back. Two points. <laughs> All right, pulled into the lead with that one. Moving back over to Megan. Here is your two-second tune in round two. Bring me to life, Evanescent. Two featuring, points. Oh, 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 featuring Paul McCoy from the Twelve Stones. Well done. <laughs> I like that you've actually given us every artist, even though uh, yeah. they are not necessary. To get a correct point for the artist portion of your answer, all you got to do is give us one of the artists. We are entering the hardest of the rounds, and we've gone from 2006, 2005, then four, then three. Okay. Okay. Carla Marie, as we enter 2002, what is the score? It is four to three. Megan is in the lead. It is still anybody's game, though. Richie, to stay in the game here, here is your two-second tune. Let's go. Ashanti. Days without you. Ashanti. Days. Um, days are long. I don't know. Ashanti days are long. <laughs> One point because this is Ashanti. The name of the song is Foolish. Okay. I did the same thing. All right. Now, here is what's on the oh. line for Megan. So what is the score right now, Carla Marie? Four to four. Four to four. Megan, if you score one or two points, obviously you win. Okay. If you score zero... Richie has a chance to steal. (laughs) Richie has a chance to steal a point, or this ends in a tie, and we go to the tiebreaker. So everything is on the table. The pressure is on. We turn to you for the year two thousand and one. Here is your two-second tune. 
Oh, no. Oh, 2001 is so far back for that type of music. I was listening to like a Backstreet Boys then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw out, I, I don't know. I'm going to say Mary J. Blige just as an artist. Okay. And I, I got nothing as far as the song title. <laughs> Well, I've got bad news for you because that is incorrect, which means, oh, Richie, no. if you can steal a point or two, you can win no. the game. Um, give me just a moment here. <laughs> Ladies, if you may want to get buck wild, just go ahead and hit them up style from the crib to the rod to the clothes. <laughs> 2001. Going to have to wrap you up in a second. We need an answer. Uh, I know it's not right. It's not Little Kim, and it's not Hey Ladies. It is oh, not Little Kim, and it is not Hey Ladies. But the correct mm-hmm. title of the song would be Hit 'Em Up Style, and, you and it was saying that Blue Cantrell. Oh, I would have never came up with that. But as soon as he said Hit 'Em Up Style, I knew. Well, yep. here's the—I mean—that was the hardest clue, right? The, the clues do get harder as yeah. we go. But we have ended Ooh. in a tie which means we are going to the sudden death tie-breaking round. Okay, Anthony, explain the rules. And I'm going to play 18 seconds of a song. The second you recognize the song, scream out your name. I will stop the song. And if you guess the title or and or artist correctly, you win the game. Here <laughs> is your overtime two-second tune. Megan. Megan. Uh oh. Oh no. I wanna say I wanna say it's Creed. All right, so if it's not Creed, <laughs> you it's lose Creed. you lose the game. <laughs> but I don't wanna It is Creed. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> The higher name of the song Reed. is Higher, mm-hmm. and that was one of the biggest songs of the year two thousand. So we went all the way from 06. Back down to yep. 2000, we have crowned our champion. Her name is Megan. She hails from the mystical land of Cleveland, Ohio. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> Megan was actually on in one of our very first games. She played her twin sister, Kelsey, who is Richie's wife. And now you have beat both of them, correct? Yes. Was there a <laughs> wager on this game at all? Uh, we ice talked cream. about it. Yep, it's ice cream. Ice and, cream. and the winner buys... <laughs> it was a reverse bet where the winner where the winner buys. Well, guys, thank you very much for making the morning show podcast part of your day. We appreciate you. And one last time, congratulations to our champion, Megan. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. If you are a gaming nerd who loves watching other nerds play video games on Twitch, you're gonna have one less way to do that. Today is the last day the Twitch app will work on the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo stopped letting people download the Twitch app from their eStore uh, back in November, but after today, it'll totally be shut down. And I don't know if Nintendo will erase the app from your device, but it definitely won't work starting tomorrow. Now, this decision comes from Twitch, not Nintendo. Basically, Twitch announced that not enough people were using the service on that device, so it didn't make financial sense for Amazon to keep paying to offer Twitch, which they own, on the Nintendo device. But, and remember, if you love Twitch and you haven't watched our show yet, you should. We're off today, but we do live stream every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday morning. You can catch us at twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. This is major, major news. People everywhere were trying to figure out WTF was happening with Big Bird. Because for a whole week, 
he was tiny. Big Bird's Twitter account posted a photo of him on Sesame Street the size of a regular bird. And Big Bird was asking people if they knew how to make him Big Bird again. He posted a photo every day for a week of him being small and experiencing something new, like interacting with an ant. The ant was actually bigger than him somehow. He even said, quote, does this mean I'm now just a bird? End quote. But at the end of day seven, which was yesterday, Big Bird came back to normal size and said he learned so much by seeing the world from a different perspective. So maybe we can all learn something from the most famous bird in the world. And if you want to see these photos, they're all on Big Bird's Twitter. And by the way, Big Bird is eight feet and two inches tall. This is the best thing I have seen from any American sports league. The NBA is actually giving us the matchup that we all want to see while also creating something new. But before I get into that, we all know how great Steph Curry is, right? Not only is he one of the best basketball players probably to ever play the game, he is, without a doubt, the best three-point shooter of all time. Four-time NBA champion, two-time MVP. He's already the three-point leader in the NBA, like in NBA history. And since he's been in the league, he's led the NBA in three-pointers eight different seasons. But something interesting happened last year. Sabrina Ionesco, the WNBA star for the New York Liberty, broke the three-point contest record for women and men when she hit 37 of 43-point shots during All-Star Weekend 2023. She also holds the NBA record for most threes made in a WNBA season. She broke that record last year, too. So, this year, during NBA All-Star Weekend, Steph and Sabrina will actually go head-to-head in a three-point shooting competition. Now, according to the rules released by the NBA, Steph will use men's rules, right? So he's going to shoot the men's ball and from the men's three-point line. Sabrina will shoot the women's ball, which is smaller, from the women's line, which is 18 inches closer to the hoop. But on Twitter, when this matchup was announced by the NBA, Sabrina said she's going to choose to shoot from the men's line, which I have a ton of respect for. And I hope more leagues take note of this because this is what fans want to see during all-star activities. We want to see new cool things. No one actually cares about the All-Star or Pro Bowl games, right? These athletes aren't even really trying half the time. Oh, also, if you haven't seen Sabrina Ionesco's signature sneaker with Nike, it's honestly one of the best original signature sneakers that's come out probably over the last maybe even 10 years. Google them. The Sabrina ones. They're dope. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. If you're a cozy girly, you need this in your life. It's a matching two-piece set that's great for lounging at home, but you can also wear it out. And we love a versatile outfit. It comes in 27 different colors. Yes, 27. There's a link and a photo at themorningshowpodcast.com. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. As we wrap up episode 459 today, uh, there is no corresponding area code, so we can't celebrate any specific place here in America. But thank you. No matter where you're listening from, thank you for spending time for us. And uh, since we're not celebrating anything today, how about a quick reminder? Make sure you drop a five-star rating or a positive review on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. On Spotify, I know it's pretty easy to hit you know five stars there. On Apple Podcasts, you can give us five stars and leave a positive rating, I believe. I don't have a, an iPhone, so 
I'm just taking what I hear from other people. Uh, but thank you for real. Thanks for hanging out with us. And to all of my New Jersey people, fellow Rutgers alumni, I'm going to the Rutgers men's basketball game tonight. And if you're there, please come find me. I would love to see you. I'll be hanging out with our friend Sam from Elvis Duran and the morning show. Go Knights. Uh, we'll be back in your ears tomorrow with the Thursday show. Thanks for listening to the morning show podcast.